0: Did you know that Radical Reels is touring Australia from October 2023? It's a collection of short, action-packed, wild and crazy films from the well-known BAMP Film Festival. Three out of eight short films are snow films. Tour dates and locations are found easily on the website radicalreels.com.au. Check it out. You're listening to Loving the Snow Life with Emma and Tinew. Neil, our mum, and Emma, her awesome friend, shared deep passion for the snow. They started a podcast together to share all their experiences with you. Between them, they've skied over 95 resorts, both held ski instructor qualifications, lived and worked in resorts, and still spent every hard-earned dollar skiing. They set their lives up around snow travel, and our ski bags are always packed, ready to go. We're certainly not complaining about this, are we? No way. And even better, we get to share all the experiences Hi, Chanel. How are you going? I'm good. Em. How are you doing? Excellent. Thank you. Now, you went today to our a um, ski industry event, and the topic was, in a nutshell, looking at North American tourism and why people are making decisions about where to travel and why. And I would love to hear a bit more about that, and and then I guess we'd like to open it up to hearing about our, from hearing from our listeners and and. Their movement. So let's start with you. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. it was really
1: interesting today. I wasn't expecting for it to be this type of forum, but it was a really good forum. I was in the room with um majority of the ski wholesalers, I guess, um, for a, a North American state. <laughs> and then I was in the room also with Australian sellers that sell to the um, Australian clients, you know, and it was really interesting because we were just having a talk about why people are probably not going to North America to ski and they're choosing Japan, um, and then Europe is a little bit hot as well. So um, the kind of the feedback in the room was that their airfares were way too high, which is kind of no news now because of Qantas and it's in C at the moment. But I didn't realise how deep we were getting dogged until these people in the room were actually talking about seat pricing. Like they were just, there's certain types of seats that you can buy as a travel agent. And some airlines were only releasing certain seats, the most expensive seats, um, and then the 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 um, less expensive seats weren't getting released to the general travel agent. So that was really interesting for me to find out. I didn't know that. So that Qantas was going that far involved into kind of rorting the Australian public. <laughs> so it'll be seriously interesting, the ACCC, I think. Um, but also the feedback. So,
0: so just to right. clarify, yeah. that is... Um, allegation oh we'll see at the moment so it's just an allegation yeah yeah
1: yeah yeah, absolutely clarify that um it is definitely an allegation by uh people within the industry the wider industry of travel agents not just no travel agents but kind of the wider industry um
0: yeah yeah. and the ACCC for overseas listeners is our I guess consumer watchdog that yeah. we're holding Qantas to account. That in the media at the moment, the story is that um, you know our big Australia's biggest uh, airline car- carrier, while everybody's in great financial difficulty during COVID, they're cleaning up financially and out. And the head was is like finan- really financially cleaned up, and he's being held to, a- held to account, which is great. Yeah, but he's taken his money and run. But
1: anyway, that's a whole other story. <laughs> <laughs> but, yes. Um, but that was one of the big things was airfares because post-pandemic airfares were, you know, you could get to North America for $1,200 return. Now you're looking at peak times in January ski season. It's 3000 3000 mm. plus, you know, 4000 mm-hmm. That's economy. Like mm-hmm. business is out of control. It's $16,000. I mean, that's just for per person, not for a family. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. that's elevated what used to be a trip for a family of four $25,000 for a three week trip it's now a 40 dollars plus thousand dollar trip so mm. that that's probably the biggest stop of the going to north america and also everyone did so well accommodation wise the year and a half and the year and the year after the pandemic that they've just kind of kept those rates and it's like you can't keep those rates because people don't want to pay those rates for those hotels. When they can go to Japan and get Tokyo thrown mm. in and an yeah. thrown in and not pay the rates which they know pre mm-hmm. were not that way. So we're not as expensive.
0: Mm.
1: Yeah. So I think they're the biggest things. And notably, sorry, I'll keep talking, but. Mm. Notably, what was really interesting is that all the hotels, even though they're half full, they've got higher rates. So for them, they're better off because they have they don't have to have as many staff to run their mm. hotels. So it's kind of really mm. going to take a while for maybe the industry to come back to the standard that we were used to post pre pandemic because there's no staff. So. And I guess one of the biggest things on the no staff is the Airbnb culture as well. So, of um, that, everyone is taking their houses from staff accommodation and mm. taking coin off from the Airbnb bookings. Mm. Yeah. So, it's really-
0: Well, I guess it's just, um, you know, economics at play. Yeah. Push pull factors. Um, um, you know, even we're guilty of the older uh, Airbnb because you That's take true. a middle class. Family or or a situation, people that own accommodation, whether it's their own home or they own a second property in some way, and um, yeah, if you can if you can earn money from it, you you're you're going to have a go. It's, well, that's what kind of gets us on our holidays, you know. Mm, so, that's it's, how we get. Well, that's how we do holiday.
1: Yeah, I mean, we yeah, wouldn't
0: yeah. be having these holidays in in the you know the economic ban that we fall in if we don't have these. Things like that if we don't have um airbnb if we don't have frequent flyer programs um yeah points um all this kind of stuff um passes yeah so, yeah but i mean we've chosen um as as a family we've chosen not our next trip is to not take the kids and just do two adults and go to europe um and and it is economic choice again um we can take our epic pass and ski somewhere we've never skied before um, versus it was never on the table to go to North America. Um, and why was it never on the table? Because you'd been there before or just the
1: cost associated with the uh, dollar or?
0: Uh, a bit of both. It was that we've we've done a lot of the American resorts and, of course, if money was no object, we would just go back and back and back and bounce from Resort to resort because they are ab- American resorts are absolutely amazing.
1: Yeah,
0: absolutely amazing. But um, yeah. economics has said, well, okay, we've been to a lot of those ones. Let's go somewhere else where where is doable. Where where can we go? Let's wh- what's on the Epic Pass? Yeah, um, we we literally have gone with the map, the Epic Pass map. We've got an episode on the Epic Pass and which which resorts are on which Epic Pass and which other passes. Because there's other passes as well, um, and we've literally like got our finger and gone. Let's go to that one.
1: Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, Do you think? Yeah, that was, and also what well, the talk the talk from North American was. There's no, you know, no. They've never sold a city before to as a stopover, whereas you go to Japan, you have a stopover and you get a bit of culture, you know, in Kyoto or Osaka mm-hmm. or to, Tokyo. Whereas that was kind of a bit of the feedback today is like, should they make their cities destinations because they're pretty amazing. Like Vancouver, I did Vancouver this year, never really done it. I stayed there for four days and, wow, I loved it. My gosh, the Stanley Mm. Park, riding through Mm. Stanley Park was incredible and just kind of being the food, Granville Markets, like lots of little things that I've never really thought about, a city
0: stopover before and a ski holiday. Mm. Did you choose that? They're going to have to come to the party with something like that because everybody's in the same boat. You and I are talking to people all the time. We were talking to a lot of people at the ski expo. and japan's on everyone's lips and and europe and yeah Yeah. if anyone's um skied overseas they have skied north america they've skied you know even your whistlers and everything and people are people are keen to explore and get out there and yeah why why go to some of these places when they can go somewhere else for.
1: Yeah, I mean, like, do you think it's, I mean, for me, who runs a ski tour company, <laughs> just for me, feedback, um, you know, I'm thinking about doing tours to Sun Valley because it's not a destination um, ski resort. It's a known ski resort and it's an amazing ski resort, but mm-hmm. it's not on an Epic or a Icon Pass mm-hmm. that are down. Do you think Australians mm-hmm. love to use their passes?
0: I think. Well, th- I think yeah. if I if I had all the money in the world, I wouldn't go to a pass place. Yeah. I wouldn't. I would dig deeper. I really would. I would just. We're on the pass. It's not denying that there's great. There is great resorts on these passes, but the yeah. crowds. It's bringing the bulk. It's bringing the masses to these places. Um, if I didn't have to worry about money and I still wanted to ski, I would get off those passes and I would dig deep into these little little lesser known off the past places and um yeah yeah so i i mean humans are always looking for the next adventure and when places get too saturated it's what what's what's next and i think the ski expo really surprised you and i the amount of people coming up to us saying i've never gone to japan where should we go yeah we were we were on this canada stall (laughs) and we were getting out the japan maps going what about here and here and here and um you know, being in the industry events with the Japanese ski resort people and, yeah. you know, um, yeah. it is. Japan is still hot for Australians.
1: Yeah, and it's not just yes. about and Nisiko. It's like those yeah. little tiny. Well, you did a, you, we've got the, your interview on your tour that you did with White, um, White Room Tours, you know, like yeah. they were amazing and you went to tiny little resorts then. Well, what are considered not the mainstream? Yeah. So if we, could, I, yeah, it I think
0: design? I think these North American resorts are really going to have to find ways to entice Australians because, uh, like you and I were saying today, like when I was, you know, thirty years ago or whatever, my dad went over with his friends to these North American resorts. So these we're, Australians are three to four decades into going to them. Yeah, and visiting them and so and they're they're great and they're well known but people are looking for the next shiny bright and shiny object that's true we talk about that often Mm.
1: (laughs) the bright and shiny object people want it yeah
0: Yeah. so you're gonna have to i think canada does that really well where and especially your tours snow life tours like if you go to canada with snow life tours you know full well you're not just selling skiing but you're also selling ice hockey you're selling um the uh uh, what do you call them dog sled is that the word dog sled um and all those cultural things you're very good at that you're very well aware what australians australians are looking for an entire holiday and maybe these resorts let's just pluck the ones in i don't know colorado or utah um they're going to really have to package those up to entice australia
1: yeah, i think so i think just skiing isn't enough anymore you know because we are worldwide travelers yeah. so you know, if you go to steamboat you i mean they just pumped in a shitload of money into steamboat which is awesome because i love that resort but mm. um that you know you kind of want the wild west a little bit in steamboat and so they yeah. need to play on that a little bit more you know like which is awesome. yeah and yeah then- i
0: think to go if we're using steamboats example i think what we get you know if an Aussie ca- if Aussie family came to um you know the tourism thing and said you know I want to go to steamboat I want to have um a horseback ride I want to go to those thermal springs I want to you know see some wild west kind of stuff um I want to do the I don't know some of those kind- I want to see the local animals that would that would really package it up well I think that would be quite enticing yeah cuz I we spent a month in steamboat about probably about 10 years ago so we got to see Dig deep into the culture of that particular area, But
1: and I think there. You end,
0: it's still there. Yeah, yeah, but you need to package it up and put it in front of people's faces. I think.
1: Yeah, and I think that's what maybe Japan does so well is they package up the Tokyo, come and get the you know psychedelic experience and the raw and the food and all of that. But it's available everywhere, I think, in the world. You know, do do you think about the money, the Australian dollar, when you think about your holiday?
0: Um, no, I just know that it's not going to be great, but that's why I'm looking to clean up on other areas. Like, that's why I go, all right, flights, Qantas frequent flyer points, book ahead. Um, I'm going Epic Pass. Okay. I'm going accommodation. Good. That's booked and paid for nine months late, you know, nine months in advance. So by the time we get on the plane, we've only got our, um, you know, drinks and food and meal money. You know, we've got our equipment. So I kind of know, and you know, you can choose wisely on the menu. You know, we're not going for like the top thing, and you can you can be modest and still have a great holiday. You know, I'm not adverse to you know, I don't know making a sandwich or whatever like this. So it doesn't come into it so much. It's just more there's there's cleverer ways to do it if you are watching your money and you still want to ski.
1: Yeah. Yep. Yeah. It's yeah. There's lots of lots. I mean, Aussie dollar hasn't been amazing. You know, a lot of the time in the last couple of years. in the I mean, it's diving again now. It's been amazing for the last five years, I guess, but it's not new that the Aussie dollar has been fifteen cents to the US, and we've still gone on ski holidays. I think that was us when we went when we were kids. You know, so yeah, I just find it interesting that there's all these stops for North mm. America, and it's easy to get to Japan. But really, when you kind of weigh it up, a Japan
0: and a Canadian holiday is very similar. Yeah, I book (laughs) both very very similar isn't it no it is very similar because on the Canadian like you're getting the pack like if I you know we would go to Canada and we would want to have the hockey we would want to go and see the ice hockey yeah we would want to do the Canadian sort of cultural stuff which Canada does Canada does so well And Japan with their snow monkeys and all that kind of stuff but yeah Yeah. I, I just think maybe it's with um you know the usa resorts maybe they just got to lift their game and say you know you've you've done well the last few decades and now it's time to lift it again and you know go back to the drawing board with your marketing and what what's in your area that you can offer like i think of utah we were there for a month as well a few years ago and we went we dug deep into that area and um went to they have such an amazing um what's it called it's a museum like a multi-level museum with like the indigenous culture stuff on one level, and the geological stuff, and we ran out of time actually in a month. But I, the next thing on the agenda was to go and see that. Um, it was like a, you can swim inside a cave there, oh, yeah. like it.
1: Um, just, like as you if you drive down to Moab or you drive through Bryce Canyon and places. Yeah, like that. it
0: was it was somewhere there. It was on it was on my list, and then we just kind of ran out of days or whatever. But. And you know maybe they've just got to get better at sort of like getting the shuttle bus culture that yeah that other you know I mean that Japan and and Canada do yeah that's true, so that's true. maybe they've got to get the shuttle bus culture going on because a bit better.
1: if you're going over there we want more now we just don't want to sit in a condo for seven days and be happy we kind of want. 15 days and two resorts or three resorts. Do you think? Is that like yeah. that's the feedback I get from a lot of my guests? I don't know. A lot of your friends would love your feedback. Yeah. Anyway, please yeah. give us feedback via email or via our socials. But yeah, yeah
0: for sure. Yeah, for sure. Definitely. Um, Yeah, send us a message. Um, get in touch on Instagram or email lovingthesnowlife at gmail.com. Um, tell us what you think. But yeah, we're kind of thinking like, You know, people do want, yeah, I would say that 15 days and a couple of little excursions. Yeah. Even if it's night, something cultural going on that you wouldn't find at home. Yeah. Um, Yeah. Yeah. Agreed.
1: Like, I mean, the, yeah, just the torchlight parade, you know, down the hill, old school.
0: Yeah, couple <laughs> of things entertain us, entertain, yes, us. <laughs> entertain us, entertain our
1: children, entertain because you know you ski all day, sometimes at night, you, you kind of get over a bit of drinking too. You know, I love yeah. it, like but you, you sometimes yeah. like, oh, take me ice fishing, please, or you yeah, <laughs> yeah, something so that day, yeah. I want to do the gin, gin tour, or I want to, yes, because yeah. there's so many, all these little towns, you know, not uh, uh, getting they're full of creative people, like, yeah. That. Beautiful souls get brought to mountain towns, you know, and there's a lot of them when you go searching through them.
0: They just haven't marketed them. Yeah. Well. I think so as well. Like we, you know, I think of the Okanagan in in Canada. Like when yeah. we went there, another month we did there. It's like we want to sit down and and order wines from the Okanagan region and, and now we wanna sample the gins from the area or yeah, you know yeah. we we were looking like through, you know I want to yeah, we you. want to support small we it's that's yeah. fun yeah yeah, yeah. And we, and we do don't want to throw pay. our money at big companies
1: yeah yeah it's true and everyone's looking for a little bit of a sustainability option you know that was a big word today and I guess mm-hmm. is every, is everyone looking for that or is that just what you know an American audience wants don't yeah. know.
0: Yeah, yeah, that's right. right. Yeah, yeah all right. anyway, well, um, that's our little discussion. But, yeah, we'd love to hear what you think. So please reach out and um, let us know. Yeah, awesome. Thanks, Em. Love, to- yeah. love chatting to you about the snow. It was just like I was sitting beside
1: you
0: having a wine. <laughs> <laughs> all, right. all right. Have a good catch one. You later. Thanks for listening Bye. to Loving the Snow Life with Emma and Tennille. If you've learned a handy tip or two, then happy days. To catch all our episodes, subscribe on iTunes. It's free. Head over to www.lovingthesnowlife.com.au for more info and follow us on Instagram and Facebook at Loving the Snow Life. If you have any suggestions for topics or guests, then email us on our website. Thanks to everyone who leaves a review on iTunes or wherever you listen to podcasts. Feel free to share our episodes on your social media.